Hey y'all, this is Bree, and I'm back again with another episode. So today's episode is going to be episode 19, and today I'm going to be giving you all somewhat of a life update, so to speak, on where I've been this past, what, month and a half or so. So before we get started, I have three scriptures that I would like to share with you guys, and it re- definitely resonates um, with, you know, this season I just come out of and all that I I've experienced so I'm gonna go ahead and get started the first scripture comes from Genesis 28 verse 15 and it reads I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you Psalms 145 the Lord always keeps his promises he is gracious and all he does and last verse comes from Luke 1 verse 37 and it reads with God nothing is is ever impossible and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment so um, I'm going to be sharing with you guys um, my home buying process I am a first time home buyer I'm a first time homeowner however you want to word it. I'm just super excited. Um, I've been in my new home for approximately, what, four days, I think. And I love it. I mean, y'all, God is so good. He's so faithful. I am still in awe that he, he just came through for me once again. So I'm going to go ahead and be sharing with y'all, you know, how I got started with that process and, you know, the many different obstacles that I had to face along the along the way, and you know the final op- outcome. Like I said, the fact that I'm like I said living everything that I prayed and trusted and believed God for. I'm at, actually walking in that, you know, or whatever. So this journey started back before the pandemic. It was early March. Uh, it was before the pandemic. I was dealing with a lot of issues with my neighbor um, at the apartment complex that I was um, living in. Um, like I said, for the most part, like I said, you know, the whole move thing um, and me actually finding that apartment complex, it was so convenient. Um, super close to my job. Initially, when I first started, um, when I first started when I first moved in, um, everything seemed perfect. It was a gated community. The price range was, you know, something where I can really afford and feel comfortable with. You know, the community, it was safe. You know, it wasn't any drug dealers or gang bangers or, you know, people out all times of the night. It, I basically didn't have anything to worry about for the most part. But, you know, living in a downstairs apartment and having you know, upstairs neighbors with children, you know, running around and me being a light sleeper, like it, it just got to be too much for me. And, you know, I I was going without sleep and, you know, I'm constantly, you know, running upstairs, you know, trying to have a conversation with the neighbors, let them know, you know, to maybe keep it down, you know, doing quiet hours, which was from 11 to 6 a.m., 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. in the morning. So, um, you know, not having them really work with me um, on that, even, you know, running back and forth to the leasing office and them sending out notices. And it just felt like, you know, um, nothing was really working out. And, you know, it got so bad to where I was having to stay 
at work after hours and to take a nap in the office and it just took a toll on my overall health um it took a, um, a toll on my overall like mental health physical health like it was just a lot for me to kind of bear and you know and I constantly prayed and I was like God like I need to get out of here please show me which way to go where you wanted to take me next and I was looking at the amount of money that I was spending you know for that apartment um or whatnot and you know I just really wanted to you know buy a house you know and I know I was fairly still new to the state well I'm fairly still new to the state and you know to my job and everything and I just really like like I said wanted to just buy a house looking at all the money that I was spending in the apartment complex and for something that I would never own like it just really bothered me on top of you know not being able to sleep so um after the many complaints um those particular neighbors ended up leaving um they ended up moving to a another uh apartment in that same complex or whatnot so I got somewhat um of relief like I would say for a couple of weeks and then shortly after they ended up moving um another lady um up there or whatnot and I started I had to deal with the same thing and you know I would constantly you know try to hold a conversation um, with her try to introduce myself and work on her to the you know the neighborhood try to just be as nice and um as possible and you know and I know it's never going to be like completely like just silent all the time and that wasn't something I was expecting but again doing quiet hours I expected to be quiet I mean I'm paying just like anybody else so um she she did not answer the door every time I would try to knock on the door and have a conversation with her like she never answered the door and it got so bad one night and I was just completely fed up I had to call the police on her and and I think me doing that really you know uh pissed her off but it wasn't my intention to really just like like get her in trouble or you know and I know at that time it was a lot of police brutality um going on and you know, she was also a black, you know, female, you know, or whatever. So the police came and I told the police, I was like, hey, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, file any reports. I'm not trying to, you know, make this situation bigger than what it is. All I want to do is just have a conversation with her, introduce myself and in hopes that we can possibly work something out. So I told the police officers, you know, they relayed my message to her. She agreed to have a conversation with me. And, you know, we had the conversation. She invited me into her home. We had the conversation. And to my knowledge, everything was great. I felt, you know, so much better, you know, and everything. And, you know, to my knowledge, like I said, everything was going to, you know, go great moving forward. But it didn't. And, you know, um, I still was having the same issues with her and you know she later came down to my apartment and knocked on my door you know and because I knocked um I had ended up knocking um at the ceiling because she was once again loud and she came to my door you know pretty irate and you know saying that she's not about to walk on eggshells in her home and you know just a bunch of stuff and you know it really ticked me off, but, you know, I didn't really respond like I guess she wanted me to. I just really just told her, you know, have a good day, ma'am. You know, just have a good day. And I just shut the door in her face. Like, I don't have time to be arguing with people. Like, it's really not that serious. Like, you know, 
and I thought we had already resolved the issue. So, yeah, like I said, I constantly have to deal um, deal with yet another neighbor that, you know, was inconsiderate. And, you know, like I said, it just really, you know, took a toll on me. And I just constantly prayed and I fasted. And it just got to a point where, you know, um, my faith started to waver, to be honest. Like, you know... I'm paying all this money. I'm not getting the proper rest. And, you know, these people are not trying to work with me. And every time I pray, you know, God always tells me, you know, just pray for her. Just pray for her. You know, and it's like, God, I'm praying for her, you know, or whatever. But she's still acting out. She still is not trying to work with me. Like, I'm suffering literally in here. And, like, God, like, where are you, you know? And, you know, it, it just got so overwhelming and, you know, I just sat in my car, you know, many nights and just cried out to God, like, God, like, you know, I need you, I need your help, like, point me to my next location, like, if it's the, to buy a home, let me know, give me confirmation, if it's to stay in this apartment or apartment complex or move to a different apartment, like, just show me something, give me something, like, I need you know, direction, because how I am with certain decisions, well, really all decisions, like, I try to consult with God first, like, I never want to try to do anything on my own, because I don't know, I always know what I'm doing, and even when I feel like I know, I mean, I always, like I said, feel more comfortable, you know, um, talking to God and going to God about it, and so, um, that's, I mean, what I wanted to do, and I felt like I needed to do, even in a, in a extreme situation like that, and so, like I said, here it is, you know, before pandemic, you know, all of that was going on. And, you know, I started, you know, looking for homes, you know, my credit, you know, was nice, you know, the money that I had saved up, you know, was nice. I was like, let me just go ahead and, and just do, you know, a loan application just to see what I would qualify for. And, you know, just go from there. So I was pre-approved for, you know, uh, an amount that really wasn't, you know, something I expected, you know, based off my credit score and, you know, all of that. But, you know, I was just ready to move. And I was like, God, I was like, you know, I got approved. Like, it's not as much as I expected. I'm just going to go ahead and just start searching for a home so I can get out of this apartment. Like, that was the goal, you know, or whatnot. And then here we are, you know, we ended up get it, you know, in a pandemic and, you know, before the pandemic even happened, you know, I prayed and I fasted. I was like, God, I was like, at this point, I'm starting to take matters into my own hand because I'm frustrated and I'm ready to leave. And I was like, typically I don't do that. So God, if it's meant for me to go through with this home buying process at this, at this time, give me confirmation. If not, speak to me and let me know if I need to wait or go through with it, whatever, like, and God at that moment told me so clearly to wait. And y'all, I cried, literally. I cried so hard. Like, it was it was bad. But I'm so glad that I didn't take that wait as a no and still do what I wanted to do versus what God had just spoke to me clearly about. And that was to wait. So I cried. I let out those tears. But... I decided to walk in obedience and trust what God was doing. And like I said, shortly after we were, we were in a pandemic, you know, fortunately, I was still able to keep my job. Thank God for that. And, you know, months have, have rolled by and, you know, I'm still dealing with this neighbor and 
things are starting to get, you know, worse. And some nights it, it's better. But, you know, I was just still like, God, I need to get out of here. And around, I would say, September of this year, God placed on my heart to go ahead and reap reapply for the um the home loan because the one that I did in March it ended up expiring they only last like I said most of them for um 90 days so um yeah the one that I had you know previously got approved for you know had expired and you know um someone reached out to me about home buying a uh, home buying processes and um via email and you know I felt like you know then that was my confirmation to go ahead and reapply and so I reapply um for the same company that um agent at, um who emailed me actually told me to try several other lenders as well so um I did that and like I said I the amount that I was approved for with the same credit score with the same down payment blew my mind and and I just looked towards heaven and I I just told God thank you now I understand why you had me wait now it all makes sense and I mean it was the same lender that approved me for I would say little to nothing ended up approving me for so much y'all like I was like are you serious when the lender or whatever told me the amount Y'all, I was shocked. I I kept asking him. I was like, are you serious? Are you serious? Is this real? Like, I felt as though I was dreaming. Like, I could not believe it. And so, um, he pre-approved me for the amount. He told me I can go ahead and start searching for homes and everything. So, I started searching for homes. And everything that I was finding or whatever was getting sold like so quickly within one and two days like I was screenshotted and I was sending it to you know the realtor that had emailed me I didn't really know much about her but she had emailed me she had been helping me you know since the beginning so I decided to just you know go along excuse me go along with her but um yeah everything that I was screenshot and I was sending it to her ended up you know getting under contract like within like hours and you know a couple of days so I started getting frustrated and discouraged and you know the realtor that I um like I said I was working with at the time she was more so worried about her commission check than you know meeting my needs and my budget because everything that I was send her within my price range she was sending me back something within her price range and it got to be so frustrating it got to a point where I had to make a hard decision to really let her go and at that moment, when I let her go, I was like, God, like, can you please just send me someone that, you know, is more so about the client than about themselves and their paycheck. And so I saw a home that I ended up um, liking on Zillow. And I um, put in a request to, um, to for a showing or whatever. And they ended up connecting me with a realtor um and on the picture he looks super young and you know that didn't quite sit well with me because the girl that I had previously she was very young and immature so you know seeing him and seeing his profile picture I was like oh god not again so um I decided to you know give him a chance and y'all you can tell that was all god like sending that guy to me it was just all god like he was so professional he updated me like probably I would say like three times a day 
I mean, it got to be annoying at some point, but he was just trying to help me. And I really appreciate it because he went above and beyond to meet my needs. He he educated me on things that I didn't know. Like, he worked super hard. He looked out. Like, he, he was literally a realtor that later became family. Like, he is my family. I love him dearly. He comes by. He still calls me and checks in with me. Like, he is super kind. Like, I could not have asked for a better realtor, like, to work with. And so, yeah, I connected with him and, you know, the first day meeting with him, I, I went to, we went to, I think to view six homes. I think it was six. And, you know, um, the first two, I would say was like way over my budget, but I fell in love with those. Like, but again, it was way over my budget. So I really yeah, I had to not really, like, pay a lot of attention to it. Like, it was just, like, super expensive, like, but they were really nice homes. And, you know, a few that, you know, was a little under my budget, they were okay. But the, the neighborhoods and stuff, like, you know, wasn't quite what I was looking for. And so I got so discouraged. I got so frustrated. And I told my realtor, I was like, look, I was like, it's it's getting late. I'm ready to go home. This is so frustrating. I'm not finding anything within my budget that I really like. I was like, let's just try to do this again another time. I'm just ready to go. And he was like, Bree, he was like, you let me do the worrying. I got you. You don't have to worry. And I said, on top of that, I just found a home that I'm sure you would like. Let's go ahead and check out this last home and, and we can reschedule. Um, We can schedule another time to look at more homes. How about that? So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, I really didn't want to go and look at any more homes, but you know, I was like, okay, seems like he know what he's doing. Let's go ahead and check out this last home and, you know, go from there. And so we went to this home, you know, it was dark outside, so I really couldn't see, um, or whatever. So the outside of the home, I was like, mm, it's all right. And so, but when I walked in that home, y'all, the home that I have now, like it just like i i instantly walked in and said god this is it i had so much peace about this house like i knew it was mine before it was mine like i just felt it like we toured that this house and every room like i like like just starting in the kitchen the dining room you know it was everything that i prayed for and hoped for wished for everything i everything like three beds three baths the location, like everything was just so perfect. But again, the price was a little bit, you know, more than what I was willing to pay for because I really felt like I wasn't able to afford it, you know, or whatnot. And so uh, when we looked at it, you know, I fell in love with it. I claimed and <laughs> and spoke it and out and told you know, I even spoke it out in front of my realtor. I was like, this is it. This is mine. He was like, oh, I hear you. Like, he didn't believe me, but I told him, like, this is it. But, you know, I went home. I was like, I don't think I can afford it. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, um, I think maybe like a day later and ended up going under contract. And I was like, dang it. I was like, well, I guess it wasn't mine in the first place. You know, that was kind of my attitude. And so I went to, back to the apartment, still dealing with the same thing you know, still crying out for help. And, you know, it just got to be so bad. So we're still looking at homes. And, and it was just this one home that I was like, man, 
Like, I am so ready to move. I'm just going to settle with this house right here. I didn't really like it. It was okay. The outside was okay, you know, um, but the inside, you know, just looking at the home that I had initially claimed and then looking at that one, I was like, mm, it's okay, but I really didn't like it. And so, um, you know, I decided that I was just going to settle and y'all God never wants us to settle. Never. And just that, you know, just when I was getting ready to have my realtor to put in an offer on that home, it went under contract. And I was like, wow. And I didn't even get discouraged because I didn't really like it, you know, in the first place. Like I said, I was just going to settle because I was getting tired of waiting. And, you know, and so right after that, you know, I just prayed, you know, and I fasted and, you know, um, well, I prayed first you know, and everything. And God was telling me that it's time to fast. And I didn't know exactly how he wanted me to fast, how long he wanted me to fast. I didn't know any of that. And I just prayed again. I was like, God, I was like, if you want me to fast, like, you know, send me someone or, or something that, you know, to tell me how or confirm how you want me to complete this fast. Cause I know with everything that was happening and everything I was, you know, trusting and believing God for it, it was going to involve me having to complete an intense fast. I already knew. And so a little bit after um, I said that prayer, I'm in this group. I think it's like over 80 um, um, women of God, you know, in that group. And a friend of mine at, at a church that I previously attended, you know, connected me to those group of, you know, ladies or whatever. And we communicate through this group me app and you know the group leader she um she posted in the group and she said god been placing on her heart to complete a 21 day fast i was like wow so that was confirmation for me and i never done a 21 day fast before like the most i've done was like a five day um no food fast but so 21 days i was like oh god like this is <laughs> this is about to be real so um, I decided to, you know, of course, participate in the fast. She gave us instructions on, you know, how we're going to, you know, go about it and um, scriptures and books and whatever and what we're going to fo be focusing on and, you know, everything. And so um, I went through that fast. I completed all 21 days. Praise God for a strength and for you know, the willpower, all of that to be able to complete, you know, that fast or whatever. But it was so much happening within that fast. So like with everybody who decided to participate, I think it was only like six of us out of 80, you know, um, group members. I think it was only like six, six of us who decided to participate. And y'all breakthrough after breakthrough, miracles after miracles was, you know, happening amongst, you know, like a lot of us, like in that group, you know, people were being blessed with brand new cars and, you know, people were launching like books and, you know, they were becoming top sellers and, you know, and, and, and things like that. And I was just so excited because I knew my breakthrough was right around the corner. And I would say day three of the fast, like that's when everything just started looking up for me. And as far as this home buying process. Um, the house that I initially claimed ended up coming back on the market and my realtor called me and he was like, Bree, he was like, I haven't heard from you and I know you're probably, you know, at, at a point of giving up, 
but I want to let you know that the house that you initially claimed is back on the market and I'm going to put an offer in for you today. And I was so afraid, y'all. Like, I was like, you know, I was shocked that it was back on the market because it was a gorgeous home, you know, and the price was fairly decent, you know, for it to, you know, be in such a great community and, you know, to look the way it did both inside and out. So when he told me he was going to put an offer in, you know, I was so nervous because I was like, you know, on that house, I was like, Kyle, my realtor name is Kyle. I was like, Kyle, we're probably going to get outbidded or, you know, I don't know. I was like, just so nervous. So he's like, girl, let me worry about all that. I'm going to put this offer in for you today. We don't have time to waste. And he put the offer in and he told me that he'll call me back, you know, let me know um, if the offer was approved or, or whatnot. So I was super nervous. Like, you know, I was like, so he called me back, I would say within three minutes. And I was so afraid to answer because I thought for sure it was going to be some bad news or whatnot. But he called me back and he said, Brie, guess what? And I was like, what? He was like, the seller accepted your offer. He's like, you know, the listing agent, the seller's, you know, agent. I was like, yeah, the lady is so nice. She said she loves me. She told I told her a little bit about you. And even though she had multiple offers, she decided to send the seller my offer and the seller approved it. And y'all, I screamed. I jumped for joy. And I praise God, y'all, because there was nobody but God, you know, to be able to, to claim that house, to be able to have my relative put an offer in and his listing agent to only send my offer in. Like, that was God. And I'm actually, you know, I'm trying not to tear up at this moment because, you know, just thinking about, you know, all of that, like, you know, God was looking out all along. All the times I got discouraged. All the many times I felt as though I wanted to give up. Like, all the many times I just still felt it in me to keep going and to keep pushing and to continue to trust God, you know, and to see, like, how... He started, you know, just providing, like, and answering my prayers. The whole time he was working, you know, behind the scenes, even when I didn't see it, even when I didn't feel it, he was working the whole time, and he knew where he wanted me to be, where I wanted. He knew everything, and to be able to, to be sitting here now recording a podcast in my new home, that God blessed me with, like, it's amazing, like, I could not, you know, thank God enough for, you know, this wonderful blessing, and, but yeah, y'all, God is so good, but let me try to get it together so I can finish telling y'all the story, but, you know, um, yeah, the seller, you know, accepted the offer and everything, and we went under contract, and, you know, we got the inspection done, and was, you know, minor things, you know, um, wrong with the home or whatever. And we sent all of that information over to the seller. The seller agreed to fix everything. The, the, um, home was out, um, didn't even have a fridge in there or whatever. And a lot of the appliances were stainless steel. So we asked the seller, um, I haven't really to ask the, you know, the listing agent, you know, if the seller was willing to put a refrigerator in there, a stainless steel refrigerator to match the other appliances. And every time we would bring, you know, things to the seller, he was like, oh, yes, I will put a refrigerator in there. You know, I will fix everything, uh, majority of everything, you know, especially the big stuff on the inspection report. And he also said that he was willing to pay um, $3,500 in closing costs. And y'all, I was 
so overwhelmed with joy. I was so overwhelmed. Like everything just was just happening. And I was like, oh my God, like I was so happy. And my closing cost initially was $14,000. And what I actually, the amount that I actually paid in closing costs ended up being 7000 And I was just so happy, you know, or whatever. Like, it was nobody but God. And I was so excited, you know, that everything just ended up just working out in my favor. You know, and as far as the, the people that he sent me to help me during a time when I didn't even know anything about, you know, buying a home, you know, anything, even with the lender, you know, or whatnot. He was helping me. He even found, you know, a home in a pretty decent area where he, you know, was able to get, you know, me connected to, you know, the listing agent because that was a community that he previously lived in. Like just so many people, like I said, from the, the lender, um, the mortgage broker, um, the realtor, the listing agent, the seller, you know, even at the closing table, like, you know, the listing agent called me and she was like, Brianna, she's like, you know, I'm so proud of you. I'm, I'm so happy for you. Like she was such a sweet lady, the seller, you know, we even, um, you know, shared words at the table. He's such a nice man. And he showed me, you know, uh, he shared with me all the things, you know, he had done, all the new renovations and everything. Like, he was so nice. Like, you know, I just, you know, have this new family and it's, you know, I'm super excited. Me and my realtor, we're making plans now to take out, take the, um, our listing agent, well, the seller's listing agent out for lunch. Cause she was so sweet. She was so helpful. She's like a 74 year old, you know, um, lady or whatever and she says she loves longhorn so we're making preparations now you know to you know schedule a date um where we can you know take her out for lunch or whatever to just show our appreciation you know to her for to her for what you know she's done and you know it's just so amazing and even with you know things that i needed for the home like majority of the things i already had in the apartment complex but no it was just minor things that i needed that you know people you know on my job you know who found that i had just bought a house you know like i said started buying like you know you know small things you know they just even told me to give them a list of things that i needed like um like I said, my realtor, he got me this rug set, coffee maker, people at my job, like I said, they was getting crock pots and, you know, gift card and monetary donations and just like, I didn't have to really pay for hardly anything in this house, like little to nothing, like everything was just working out. And as far as, you know, me purchasing the washer and dryer set, you know, God came through with that. Even, you know, it was just so much. I'm just so overwhelmed. Yeah, I just really just showed up and showed out in this season it's just so much i can go in great detail about every single thing but like i said this podcast is long enough already but you know god is so faithful y'all like he always comes through you know i had people tell me the county that i live in that it will be so hard for me to you know buy a house in this county because it's so expensive and you know if i do buy something it will be something i really didn't like you know and it's just so crazy because I just always tell people like you just don't know the God that I serve you should never put limits on God and what he can do like he always you know amazes me you know 
Like he shows up and he shows out every time. You just have to trust him. And you have to constantly stay in prayer, you know, fast as often as, as you can. And just really like just trust God, you know, even with the impossible. You know, I never even doing that throughout this process. I never looked at any other county because I believed that God was going to do it. And, you know, I'm so glad that I did, you know, and I just love it. Like my mom is here now with me you know, and she's so excited. She's so proud of me. And I'm just so happy and thankful for her because she's been with me throughout this whole process, encouraging me, praying for me, you know, even back in March when I first, you know, got this process started, like she was there, you know, encouraging me, you know, sharing positivity. And, you know, she's just been, you know, in my corner, you know, and uh, so many others, you know, rooting for me. And, you know, and I just really thank God for that. And, just you know i just last thing i wanted to share with you uh is my neighbor you know at the apartment complex you know while i was moving out you know i was trying my hardest to avoid her you know so during times where i was moving you know i was leaving work early or taking days off and you know just trying to avoid her because you know all the trouble that she put me through i just did not want to see her you know because i didn't know how i was going to respond to her you know and you know the last day when I had to move out you know the last few items you know I ended up running to her and I was so shocked and I was like God really and God wanted me to see her and he wanted me to respond to her and show her you know the God in me you know and and I knew that's why he allowed us to cross paths for the last time. Because I'm pretty sure I probably would never see her again. But, you know, when I first saw her, you know, she had her head down. You can tell she was trying not to look at me and trying not to speak or, you know, say anything to me. But, you know, I just looked at her and I, and I told her, you know, that I was moving and everything. And, you know, and I told her I had bought a house. And she was like, congratulations. And she said that, you know, she... um wanted to buy a house too and you know right now she couldn't because she had lost her husband and all of his debt became hers and you know and everything and it started to you know kind of make sense maybe that's why she was so angry and you know towards me and you know because maybe she was just dealing with a lot I mean that doesn't excuse it you know at all but you know, that's just how some people handle, you know, certain things in their life, you know, they just express it, you know, in anger, but, you know, I, you know, just talking to her and, you know, I just felt so calm and at peace. I didn't have any anger, you know, or bitterness towards her, you know, I was like, you know, my prayers have, have been answered, you know, why should I operate in, you know, in anger or, or whatever towards anybody? God has literally answered my prayers. He has literally made a way for me. I have no reason to be angry or anything, you know. And I told her, you know, I wish her the best on her home buying process and, you know, and just in general, you know, life in general. And, you know, when I got in my car, you know, he just placed on my heart to just pray for her and pray for whatever she's dealing with. Like I always did, even when I was dealing with all of her, you know, nonsense, you know, God just always placed on my heart to just pray for her, you know. And it's just so amazing, like how God work, how God works, and you know that twenty-one day fast, which is so powerful. And something else came out of that. I'm going to share it uh, with you guys a little later. Something else that was so shocking to me, something that I did not expect, 
you know, to happen this year. Um, but it did. And it's something, like I said, I will share with you all in future uh, episodes or whatnot. But, um, you know, in closing, I would like to just go ahead and share with you all um, a verse uh, from Hebrews 10 and 23. And it reads, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promises. And um, if you're struggling with your faith, uh, just as I was, you know, prior to all of this, you know, coming to pass, you know, what I did was I meditated on Hebrews 11. Like I said, I shared in, a, I know, a previous episode, you know, about the great examples of faith that they talk about in Hebrews 11. That was something that even when I got discouraged, I would always uh, refer back to, you know, to for to increase my faith and to, you know, get back on track and keep my eyes on God because it's so easy to get distracted, you know, and everything. And the last scripture I would like to share with you all um, comes from Habakkuk 2. And it says, write the vision and make it plain for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the, at the end, it shall speak and not lie. And the part that a lot of people, you know, like to skip over says, though it tarry, wait for it because it would surely come. And that word tarry means delayed or late coming. But again, it says, wait for it. And you have to wait and you have to be patient and you have to trust that whatever promises God has given you, it will come to pass. And I like Habakkuk 3, I mean, chapter 2, because it says, write the vision and make it plain. I remember last year when I made my vision board for the year 2020, I put on my vision board that I will become a homeowner. I put several other things on that vision board that also came to pass too this year. And like I said, it's so important to write it down. Anything that you feel strong in your spirit about, anything God is placing on your heart or have promised you, write it down. So when you go back and refer to that thing, whether it's a vision board or just a, something you written down in your notebook, then you would know that it was all God when you go back and refer to it. Because I, I look at it now, my vision board, and I was like, God, like you are so good. You are so faithful. Like I wrote this down. You had me write this down. And look what I'm walking into. Like God is so good, y'all. And I'm just so excited and for what he's doing, what he's already done, and what he's going to continue to do in my life and in the life of you all as well. So I'm praying for you and whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're believing and trusting God for, just continue to wait for it, continue to pray on it, and just know that it's going to come to pass. So I hope that this episode encourages you and stay blessed.